Hey, Barry William Maglibidi, your host of the Comeback Game podcast. Today, I interview Pat Hilton from Acoustic Force Media. Uh, Pat's a very interesting guy. He uh, started off his career uh, playing songs, uh, starting to do marketing jingles and uh, different promotional clips using his acoustic guitar. And then he started to become what he now calls himself as a uh, entrepreneur, featuring on stages with uh, the likes of Grant Cardone at 10X and also Gary Vaynerchuk. Although he's uh, in very much in a, in a uh, to some degree, a startup phase in his business launching Acoustic Force Media, uh, helping business owners and entrepreneurs uh, create content, distribute content across the world. He's someone who's grown very, very fast over the last six years and managed to be featured, as I mentioned before, on some of the biggest stages in the absolute world. Uh, if you're a business owner right now uh, and you're wanting to find a unique way to position yourself, or maybe you're an entrepreneur who's lost a little bit of a clarity around what your why is or uh, why you're doing what you do, this episode will absolutely be for you. A couple of things we discuss is uh, how Pat went from uh, being someone who played pub gigs to now uh, being featured on stages around the world and also starting up his own media company. Uh, also how he managed to find his own unique voice message and position in the marketplace. I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, they often feel like they lack their why or their vision or unclear whether doing what they're doing is the actual thing for them. And so this is a great clip and a great episode for you to help to unlock that even more. Uh, we also discuss the mindset shifts that are required and the strategies and things to overcome from going from being a startup entrepreneur into running a, a million and multi-million dollar company. It was an absolutely fantastic episode. I loved it. Uh, Pat's got this undeniable and affectious passion and, uh, and energy for what he does and for business itself. Uh, remember to like, share, and uh, comment on these episodes. Let us know what you love the most and subscribe through the gamechangers.com.au website to get all the latest updates of the uh, incredible interviews that we do with uh, business owners and entrepreneurs around the world. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify, but let's jump over now and get started with this incredible interview with Pat Hilton from Acoustic Force Media. Yes, sir, what's going on? <laughs> Mate, so great if we could jump on the show today. Where are you calling in from? So I'm calling in from Dallas, Texas. I've lived in a lot of different places in the United States, but now I am a Texan. Texian, fantastic. <laughs> yes, hey, mate, sir. Uh, pretty pumped having the show today, and I want to discuss or, or dive into first, uh, you know, how you've gone from a, a live performer to an entrepreneur uh, that's absolutely changing the game when it comes to, to business. Um, you've been from, you know, the guy playing on stage with your guitar to now running your own media company. Um, before we dive into that, though, let's just, uh, for the people that are watching or listening to that that haven't heard of you before, haven't come across you, just give me a bit of background about yourself. So uh, I graduated from high school in St. Louis, Missouri, which is right in the middle of the United States. And uh, I moved out west to Arizona to go to a pro audio school. So I wanted to host events in my heart, but I knew that I needed to learn the um, the technical aspect of live production because I knew that that was where the industry was going. And obviously here we are in a live show. Uh, so I went to college for digital audio production and I worked in Las Vegas, Nevada, here in the States for a company called PRG Audio as a production manager and a stage manager. So we worked tours all over the world for Tom Petty, Madonna, um, Trey Anastasio from Fish, uh, Pearl Jam, Elton John, Billy Joel, I mean, you name it, we were working with the biggest names. So I was in a lot of contact with high profile singer songwriters and high profile entertainers. We did some comedy tours. Uh, we did American Idol, uh, a lot of stuff where 
I was a production manager and assistant for bringing the biggest talent on stage and making sure everything worked for them. And after I, it, it was so weird because it all happened so fast. A few years down the line, I wanted to do my own thing. So I quit that corporate job and I moved back home to St. Louis, Missouri, and I started performing and traveling and booking my own tours, which led me out to the San Diego, Los Angeles area. And uh, that's where I really started to meet a lot of people in the entrepreneur space. And what I noticed was a lot of people had already started big businesses through their 20s and early 30s. And I was kind of just learning the systems and processes that it takes to, you know, build a sustainable income from your business. So to get around those people, I started making free song advertisements and offering to perform for free at conferences and ended up on stage at, you know, Grant Cardone's 10X Growth Con event at Mandalay Bay and performing at Gary V Book events in San Diego and Los Angeles and found myself intertwined with this entrepreneur, go-getter, you know, business building space and uh, my little acoustic force, force shtick or, you know, character as I call it, um, has now kind of transformed into a video podcasting and advertising agency because I've noticed that there is a need for the skill set that I have and the skill set that I've developed over my time in production and content marketing is big right now. And and that's exactly what we're doing right now is we're we're recording and and we're giving our time to each other so that we can take this content and we can help each other build and be successful together. And it's not always a song and it's, it's not always a performance and it's not always a crowd. Like, that's something that changed for me. I'm so used to a crowd being involved with everything I do yeah. and dialing that back and silencing that has been huge for me because the clarity and the precision of what I'm doing has increased. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about how some of the names that I worked with that are conference people, uh, those guys don't like scroll on their personal profiles. You know, they do everything from a page. You've got a page that's got a 71,000 followers or whatever. I mean, you guys are all building brands. And this is kind of a, a lesson for myself and everyone out there because we're all still learning. Hmm. Um, you know, focus on building your brand and, and those personal relationships will come. Because I know I spend so much time like sharing on my personal page to try and get everyone that already knows me to support it instead of just trying to get to the next people that can, that can pull me up and, and rise my tide or, you know, all the boats rise when the tide rises or whatever the guru quote is. Like the more I'm successful with people that I don't know and that I'm getting introduced to, the more those people are going to support me in the end anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what I love out of what you just shared, Pat, is, Uh, two things. One is your ability to kind of stop and look long-term. I see a lot of entrepreneurs make the mistake of playing the short-term game. It's like, how can I just get the lift today or this week, which is kind of okay when when you're in a startup, you know, like the the mentality we have to have when we're in a startup business is very different to when we go a million bucks, you know, going from startup to one or $1.2 million is really about doing a whole bunch of shit, 
making a lot of mistakes and seeing what works. Whereas 1.2 onwards is more around having a long-term strategy, leveraging your assets a lot more. But with you, you know, you were smart enough to kind of stop and go, well, hang on, where's the industry going? Put yourself into position to, to educate yourself to be able to be there. But not only that, um, the way that you open the doors into these people as well was, was fantastic. You know, your ability to kind of go, well, hey, I'm just going to perform for free. I'm going to get noticed by these guys. I'm going to start to build some relationships so that later on when I have something, you know, to share even greater than what I'm currently doing, these people remember who I am. I love yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, it, and it ended up working out because I can message those people and I still do. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because the lessons that I learned from taking that action are worth so much more than trying to close X amount of dollars in that time when I really wasn't at the spot that I'm at now anyway, knowledge or skill wise, you got to have the skills first. And I had yeah. skills up to a certain level in a certain area, but where am I going to turn that, like I said, entertainer and live production skill into what can I give to business owners and what kind of packages can I offer to you know, growing companies and CEOs and executives. And I, I've gotten in with real estate people and I've gotten in with, um, you know, even your landscaping company here in Dallas and stuff like that, that need online content that just don't have the time to do it. And yeah. maybe part of that package is a little song or a voiceover. Cool. I love being able to do that. But most of it is, you know, like you said, long-term planning out what are we going to do each month to build a following, build engagement, and, you know, drive leads to generate revenue. Because at the end of the day, this is business. Entertainment's fun. I love having a great time. But we're talking about generating revenue for businesses with a specific skill set. So I had to kind of step outside myself and say, hey, you know, you got to separate yourself of the future from your old self or yeah. you're not going to get to where your potential lies. And it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to describe. And that's part of the reason why I started my own little podcast too. And, and, and maybe we'll have you on and we can talk about your journey as well is because it gives me a chance to talk to people that are like-minded when yeah. for a few years, like we've talked about, I didn't have anyone to talk to about this stuff except the people that I was meeting. Mm. because I was changing from just the guy in the corner of the bar, you know, drinking some beers and playing guitar to this person that's now using those skills to make content for mm. conferences and host events, conferences, and to speak and to make promo videos and podcasts for tech companies and all this kind of stuff. It, it kind of advanced. It's the same thing I've always done but it's reformatted for entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. One, um, one cool thing you shared there as well, which I, I think a lot of people underestimate or they're not even aware of is you mentioned around the shift that needs to be made uh, in, in your way of being, in your mindset, in, in, in what you're doing. I um, gave a talk last night. I was invited down to give a talk to 40 plus uh, Australian firefighters and SES workers who are at the front nice. lines of battling the devastations happening here in Australia at the moment. And um, one thing, one thing amongst many that I share with them around is, is around how we get stuck. You know, one thing that we focus on very heavily within our, you know, the game changes, the programs we run for business owners is around shifting their psychology 
of where they are to where it is they want to be. Like we can go and set up the systems and the processes. We can help them to, to put marketing campaigns together, to increase their sales conversions, to, to hire team members, all that sort of stuff. But if internally their psychology and the way they identify with themselves doesn't change or doesn't shift to that in which they want it to be or where they'd like to be, all that strategy and structure stuff's not going to do anything because they'll find a way to sabotage it. You know, the experiences that we yeah. learn to survive become the experiences that our continued survival depends upon. And so if we've survived growing up in poverty, we're, we're unconsciously and automatically filtering experiences of poverty. That's just how this stuff works. And mm. so if we want to shift to be a business owner that's running a million or a multi-million dollar company that's making a bunch of money, that's not working all day, every day, we must first shift our beliefs and we must first shift the way that we identify with ourselves at a consciously and unconscious level. And that is going to mean, um, touching back on what we spoke about before we started the interview, that is going to mean that some friends are going to go by the wayside or some people are going to stop hanging around with because right. you, know, you no longer resonate or vibrate in a frequency that suits them. It doesn't mean that all your friends go by the wayside. I've still got a lot of friends that you know, aren't self-employed, that do work for people I've been friends with for years but we still can relate on, on commonality around certain beliefs and certain values. But I've also noticed that, that the people that are around me now are very different to who was around me 10 years ago or 15 years ago when I first got into business because my thoughts and my mindset and the way that I think and see the world is very different now to back then. And I don't want to be around people that want to discuss the weather. Do you know what I mean? Or discuss I, I, and you know, that's so good that you said how that. shitty aspects of the world are. Or, or we've got this new... Um you know, president in the United States. And, you know, some people love him and some people hate him. And that's like that with any president. But like the president doesn't determine whether Pat Hilton is successful or not. I have to deal with whatever the politics present on my field of play every four years. The field of play, I still have to score or I'm unsuccessful. And so yeah. I try not to let you know, this guy or that guy or this guy or that guy affect, like you said, my mindset because I'm in control. Yeah. I'm in control of my results. And so when I give my power away to, to this or to that or, or whoever the president might be or whatever, I'm giving my power to, to my next level of success away to something that I, I most likely can't control anymore anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know? To put that in the in the most <laughs> clean way that I can say it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're in control. And that's right back to the mindset thing. Like, I'm in control of where I'm going. I'm in control of what I see. I can control what comes across my newsfeed. And if I don't want to use the newsfeed anymore, I want to focus on my business page and the podcasts and the videos and, and this, what we're doing right now. I want to build videos and stuff. That all takes time. And if mm. those things are sucking my energy away from the time that needs to be put in, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. I, I would probably, I'd probably modify that statement you've shared just a little bit. And what I'd say is that I believe we're not so much in control of, um, we're not so much in control of what comes at us or, or what happens in life. I believe that we're in control of the meaning we apply to what mm. happens or what comes across in life. Right, so we're not in control of what decides to show up or not show up. For for example, on a newsfeed or in a face-to-face -face interaction, but we are absolutely in control of how we choose to see that situation, respond to that situation, perceive yeah. that situation, and that's a really important distinction because it allows us to kind of start to separate ourselves and disassociate a little bit 
from all the chaos and noise that goes on around there and all these conversations of the president or whatever, whatever the, the case may be to go, cool, how do I choose to see this? And how do I choose to respond to this? And that then allows us to start to influence the environment we create for ourselves. Mm, I really like that. And that, that goes back to an, uh, another quote I've seen somewhere. Like it, it's not, it's not ha what happens, it's how you react. Yeah. So how am I reacting to the things that are, I, I always relate a lot of this stuff to sports because sports teams, you know, they have a certain amount of time to win and they either win or they lose. And it's like that with, with deals or with events that we go to, we've got a certain time limit to our, that we're a window that's open for us to execute. And we got to go in there and be as sharp as possible and try and over deliver. And that's in every aspect of life. I have a certain time limit that I can work out in the morning and then I have to take calls and then I've got this and I've got this and I want to do my interview with Barry at four o'clock and then I want to do this and I got to put the girls to bed at seven or whatever. And so I need to make sure that I am reacting, like you said, I think that's a good way to to whatever comes across my, my gameplay board efficiently mm. every day. Yeah. Because yeah, like you said, sure. you can't control everything. You can control a lot, but there's always going to be, you're always going to get hit with stuff you don't expect. Yeah. So I think that, like you said, reacting well can bring the best outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And if we, if, if we look back, like how long was it since you kind of started, I guess, on this journey for you? How long ago um, did you started? So when I moved to California in 2014, the beginning of 2014, about six years ago, uh, that's when I really started to look at some of the stuff that I was seeing online and navigate towards this motivation space. Like I said, the Gary Vaynerchuks, the Andy Fursellas, and starting to listen to some of this podcast material that was like, hey, listen, if, if you're dogging it in these four out of six areas of your life, you're never going to be a complete, you know, whatever, player or a complete employee or a complete anything in life. You've got to execute at a high level in every single aspect of your day. And so I started changing little things about my, my day and my mindset and my time management and started to develop a lot personally. Mm -hmm. And then I started to kind of target the space as, well, this is helping me a lot. Maybe if I get involved and start meeting people at, at different conferences and stuff, I'll be able to kind of grow and it just turned into there was no competition. There was no one else trying to sing commercials and sing at these conferences or do any of that stuff in the space. So I kind of skyrocketed through and met some really top names and was able to provide them some service. And I've made tons of songs for Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and all different kinds of conferences and performed and met all these different people. So I kind of got to see it from, again, that backstage point of view, just like when I was working for a corporate audio company, because I think that's my strength is, is finding that perspective and finding how to get into that area yeah. by, you know, communicating the right way with people. I was never the best audio guy, but I was always the person that made the artist feel awesome before and after the show. Fantastic. So they, I always got these requests of, well, we really want that guy to be the production manager because he's just fun. Yeah. 
He's a lot younger than some of the guys that have been around for a while, but he's just, we have more fun when that guy's in charge of the stage. Yeah. Fantastic. So it, at some point, I feel like if you're willing to learn and put yourself out there, a little bit of experience can go out the window a little because you're coachable. Yeah. Like I didn't have the business experience that some of the people that spoke at those conferences have, but I also wasn't trying to be the keynote expert in that area anyway. I just wanted to play music on the breaks. Yeah. So I made myself available where I fit in. Yeah. And I, I think that, that that was smart because now I'm able to get coached by these people on how to improve these other areas that I need to work on. And I think yeah. people are so excited to be the expert these days that they forget how much we all have to work on and how much of that like space we need to fill within ourselves to be as big as we can possibly be, you know? Yeah. And in, and in many times too, that excitement to be the experts, actually not the excitement for them to be their own expert. It's to be the expert that they see someone else to be. And so they miss the mm. point that, you know, uh, Mark Manson talks about a lot in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. He talks about um, that many people in society, the goals that they're chasing aren't actually their own goals. They're societarian goals that people have taken on board as their own. And when we stop mm. and really reflect on, uh, is this goal that I'm chasing right now, like to grow my business to 10 million or 100 million, is that actually my goal? And why right. do I want to do that? Like, what's the driving force behind doing that? What's the driving force behind me buying this car or helping this charity? Like, is it for me? Is it, is, is it actually my passion? Or is it something that, that it's been indoctrinated upon me by society or by my friends network? And it's a really good thing to question. Well, you know, like what is my area of expertise? Like I believe that there is expertise, there is medicine in everybody. Everyone has their own unique gifts they've brought into this life. And it's our responsibility to find out what they are, not to, you know, try to be like someone else. For you, Pat, if you look, you know, you look back over the last six years um, of this journey for you, what has been the biggest challenge that you've been faced with over that time and had to overcome? What's been the biggest I, challenge? I think that's a good question. And I think that's kind of where I'm at today is this big challenge of, I was kind of always just the funny entertainer. And in reality, there's this whole different side of me that I never talked about, that I never discussed. I did discuss it like we talked about backstage with people and learning how to grow myself and being open to real experts that have worked with top level basketball players and all these people helping me grow, but I never really talked about it ever. It was always this guitar was almost like a mask of positivity and being funny and doing skits and jingles and songs instead of talking about who's Pat, where's Pat going and why does Pat want to go there and what kind of impact does Pat want to make? Like you said, I think I was kind of focused on, well, what can I do with my guitar and being funny for everyone else to get around the right people? And now I've kind of got around the right people. And it's like, all right, well, who's Pat? Like, what is this concept of the acoustic force? Like, I used to play a bar job with my guitar. It was a brunch gig in California in Sunday morning brunch in La Jolla, which is a nice little hoity-toity area in Southern California. And there was this old couple that would come in and I'd be, you know, playing on my guitar and spinning around in circles. And the, the brunch crew would be drinking their mimosas and singing along and this and that. And he would always come in and call me the acoustic force. 
because he had never seen someone hit the acoustic guitar so hard and play so many like punk rock, you know, songs. And I think that this concept of sound force became part of what I want to bring out of other people and that like your voice is important. Your message is important, whether it's music or uh, just your voice or whether it's podcasting or your real estate message and why you want to be in real estate and what you're passionate about, and what your purpose is in that space. We all have an acoustic force inside us that's been gifted to us. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to, to put that out into the world and make an impact. And yeah. I think that's where, I was so passionate and so purposeful about just doing it because I think I needed to prove to myself that I was capable of those high level conferences. And maybe I just needed to be funny at first to get there because maybe I didn't take myself as serious as I do now because I kind of had to prove to myself I belong in this space. Because like I said, no one had ever really done that before you know, the funny advertising guitar man. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I think that that's the most important thing for me now is I've become, like I, we talked about a video podcast producer. I've started producing my own show and I've started blocking out time to make sure that I'm helping business owners get the right content and cut it up and chop it up with the subtitles and the timer bars, all the tools that I used to make ads for all these people that got me on all these stages. I have now taken that skill and turned it into making other people the hero of their own story yeah. instead yeah. of just trying to make people laugh. So I think that the struggle for me was, Everyone just knew me as the funny song guy, but I think a little bit of that was a mask that was covering up this raw, passionate, impactful, you know, hyper energy, go get them attitude dude that's a, an ass buster that gets out there and gets the job done. And I don't ever want that to get overlooked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm in the process of kind of reinventing the fact that while I coined this nickname, the acoustic force, that power is in everyone. Everyone's got the superpower to magnify their message. And so I want to use those skills that got me in those positions and around the space, which I think this is such an incredible space. Uh, I think it's a testament to people like Grant Cardone and, and how much they care about other people's success to put someone like, like me on, because I wanted it so bad, man. And I, I, I didn't really have influencer status or whatever like that. But he was like, listen, dude, this guy wants it. I'm giving him the opportunity. And if you work hard enough and you're willing to, it's cliche, but bring value to people by using your skills to give them something that, that can enhance their brand, you can get in front of the right people and you can be successful at anything you want to do. Yeah. You shared a really important point there, Pat, that um, most entrepreneurs get to uh, you know, earlier on or even, even, even all the way through their journey, which is around trying to kind of find that clarity, trying to find where they fit in, trying to find their voice, trying to find their own acoustic force. You know, I speak right. to, to so many business owners and entrepreneurs and, you know, one common thing, more, more common on people that are starting out, I must admit, but, but certainly still in people that have been in business for a while is them just not feeling like it's quite a fit yet. 
not knowing, you know, where, you know, is what I'm doing purposeful? Is what I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this where I'm supposed to be showing up in the world? And it's often a point that, that people come to. And the reason people come to it is because they're trying to focus on perfection instead of progress. And, you know, a mentality that we adopt and that we share with our members is around progress over perfection. You know, like if I want to stand up right now and walk towards the door of this room, if I take one step, I'm not at the door yet. And, and, and that is an analogy. Most, most entrepreneurs go, well, hey, I've taken a step. I should be there now. I've shown up for a year. I should right. be there now. I've, I've, I've watched Gary Vee and Grant Cardone. I should know what my thing is now. And like, I don't know if we ever fully know, but if we, if we adopt that analogy or that metaphor of progress over perfection, like if I keep stepping forward, eventually I'm going to reach the door. If I keep showing up in my business every day, you know, checking in on myself, re reflecting it in the day going, Hey, how did I show up? Have I taken a step forward today? Have I moved my business forward today? Have I moved my message forward today? If we keep reflecting and every day we keep showing up, taking a step forward, we will eventually get to where we want to go. Now it might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not even be this year, but as long right. as we keep showing up, that's what, what separates, you know, the Grant Cardones and the Gary V's to, to 96% of business owners that fail within 10 years is that no matter what these guys keep showing up, they weren't born with a following of millions of people. They weren't born into what they're doing right now. They've kept showing up. They've kept, you know, stepping forward, noticing what people value and what they have to deliver. And that's what's helped these guys build their multi-million dollar empires is through their Absolutely. ability to keep showing up and keep stepping forwards. That's huge. And um, I think that that's also part of the reason why they're so quickly able to identify that, kind of a mindset in someone else or that kind of fire in someone else's eyes. Cause when I met those guys, I'm like, you know, just like I am here. And that's why I stand when I, when I do these, cause if I sit down, I kind of, I get draggy, but you know, I'm, I'm, I want this and I want to do this and I'm going to do this. And I'm, and they're like, dude, that's, that's awesome. But, and Gary told me this face to face is like, dude, patience, bro patience it's gonna take i love the energy but you've got to keep that energy and sustain that like it's a lifestyle man it is a lifestyle to take it all the way into your old age and still be that excited about it and so don't lose that yeah. and like i said that that power and that force of of your passion you know people are gonna stop on that sometimes and people are going to throw rocks at that sometimes. And it's important to understand that that's part of the process, that you can't let that slow down your pace. You got to keep pushing. And yeah. dude, like you said, the Grants and the Garys, they got tons of people that tell them their voice is annoying or this guy's too flamboyant. But guess what? They're, they're talking about it, right? Yeah, they, they keep showing up. Look, that gets us to the next bit of the show. Um, what I'd love to know is like, what is the three best bits of advice that you've ever been given by, by, by a mentor, by a friend, by someone else? What's the three best bit of advice you've, you've been given that's really rang true for you? Um, I would say that speed is better than perfection. Yeah. You know, if you can do something quick and do it a lot of times, you're going to get pretty close to perfect anyway. So if you can do it 99 times and the one that you thought was perfect, that, 67th and 68 are going to be pretty close because you've done it so many times speed in my opinion beats perfection because sometimes in between those two things there's procrastination you're just Absolutely. not getting it done Absolutely. um i would say that patience 
is key. Um, that one's been tough for me too. Cause like I said, I am this overly energetic, you know, 10 X kind of, you know, spirit that, that wants it. And, and I want it now. And there's nothing wrong with that, but the patients, it, it, it's going to take time anyway. So get as much as you possibly can get done in any amount of time that you're given and, and try and get it all done because the longer you wait, the more of a chance is that you're not going to get it done. So speed is great, but so is patience. Aggressively be patient with, with anything that you're doing. Yeah. And then uh, number three, I would say uh, be coachable, yeah. you know, be coachable. I, I love not being the smartest person in the room. I would argue, I would argue to challenge anyone listening that I'm better at not being in the, the smartest person in the room than anyone else out there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's so funny because I never heard that quote until like way down the line. And I was like, well, no wonder this whole I'm open to learning type of engagement is working for me. You're coachable. Yeah. People love that. No one likes the guy that comes in and thinks he's the expert and knows everything and, and this and that and the other thing. It's, it's just, you can't work with people like that. Yeah. I stay in my lane. I'm good at my things and, and I'm filling everything else in as, as I go. So I yeah. would say staying coachable and, and not, and being open to not being the smartest guy in the room or Mr. High earner in the room or whatever is going to get you into those positions in the future. Cause those people that are in those positions now love somebody that they can work with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So number one speed, uh, move fast, seek for, for, as we said, you know, progress over perfection, but I like how you've coupled that with patience. Number two, because a lot of people are fast, but because they're, they're taking action and moving fast, they expect fast results. Right. Uh, when you couple those two together, like be, be, you know, move, uh, you know, show up in life like this is the last day of your life, but then be patient like you've got the rest of your life. You know, I exactly. love those two together. Number three, I think is massively important. Um, regardless of what level, like the smartest people that we work with are people that realize they haven't got it all sorted out, regardless of whether they're you know, making a million bucks a year, you know, making $10 million a year, they're showing up coachable, realizing that if they just get one idea or one thing, that could change the face of their business and life forever versus a lot of other people we meet on sales calls that are just like, Oh no, I think I'm going okay. And you find out two years later they're out of business because they, they did, they didn't, you know, have the vulnerability to reach out and ask for help. They didn't have the vulnerability to go, Hey, you know, like I need to be coached. If you look at the top performers in any industry, athletes, whatever it is, they've all got coaches. They've all got coaches. They're all taking on board advice um, to allow themselves because we don't know what we don't know. Uh, Pat, it's been incredible, dude. Like a lot of a lot of bombs dropped today. Uh, Thank you so much watching, for having me. Great times, great times. Mate, super grateful. For those that are watching and listening today, uh, where can they find you? So pathilton.com is my personal website and acousticforcemedia.com is our company website. Um, and like I said, we do video podcasts for companies. We do... Um, a lot of content marketing as far as like voiceovers and custom jingle theme songs and uh, social media management. And I've put together quite a team here in the Dallas area and surrounding areas of content creators that can help people get their message out. And also make sure you keep following people, you know, like Barry as well, because the more you surround yourself with people that are on that level, 
and that mindset that you need to have, the quicker you're going to get there. And like I said, it's patience is, is great, but you got to attack and attack and attack as much as possible and get around those people because that's where your results lie. Business is a people game. And yeah. I wouldn't consider myself Mr. Business or anything, but I know that the more people I meet that are in high positions that can help me, that I can help, the, the better, out my li- better off my life turns out, the more things I accomplished that I dreamed about. And I would strongly suggest to just continue to surround yourself with entrepreneurial, business-minded people because, um, you know, you're going to find yourself in situations where you know, time is being burned that could, you could be spending getting to the next level because you're not surrounding yourself with the right people. And I would hate Absolutely. to see that happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you're watching, listening to this today, uh, yeah, please subscribe, whether it be through iTunes, Spotify, or even on the gamechangers.com.au website, um, to be surrounded by incredible people like Pat. We've had, I think 60 plus interviews so far, some of the best minds when it comes to business and mindset, uh, health in the world. I equally too, if you're in business right now and you're struggling or you're looking for a way to surround yourself with people that help you grow and succeed, whether it be through implementing systems and processes, whether it be through hiring the right team, whether it even be positioning or finding your why, uh, please feel free to book in a game plan call with one of the team at the Game Changers. Be more than happy to have a chat with you and see whether or not we might be the right fit to help you to grow and succeed. Pat, it's been an absolute honor to uh, speak today, dude. I'm so- Thank you, my friend. So I appreciate it. On and uh, wish you all the best for the future to come. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you're in a position that many of our clients were before joining us, which is that your business is controlling you rather than you controlling your business, we would love to have a chat to you to see whether or not we might be the right fit to partner with you to help you grow and succeed in business. Over the past eight years, we've helped hundreds of business owners around the world to grow, scale and succeed in business. Uh, Many of our clients report we've helped them to triple their profits and double their time off in 12 months or less. If you jump onto YouTube and notice the hundreds of testimonies, you'd see that this is a common theme amongst them. If you're a business owner that's generating more than $300,000 a year in annual revenue, uh, whether it's 500 million, 5 million, even $10 million a year, and you're looking to take your business and your life to the next level, we might be able to help. If you're noticing that your business is lacking structure, maybe systems or processes, maybe you're not quite attracting enough or, or the right type of quality leads, making enough sales, or maybe you've been having issues finding, hiring, retaining, and training the right team members, we could be a fit for you. Ultimately, we believe that we never have business problems, we have personal problems that are expressed through our business, and a lot of the work we do is with you as a business owner, helping you to constantly upgrade the way that you see life, the way that you make decisions, and the way that you help construct a profitable and purpose-driven business. In order for us to do that though, you need to book in a quick, uh, 15 minute application call with one of our scaling specialists here at The Game Changers. Through the 15 minute call, we're gonna ask you a bunch of questions to see if or how we might better help you. If we can't help you, we'll let you know politely and do our best to point in the direction of someone that can. However, if we can help you, we'll look at booking you an, a one hour game plan session where we're gonna dive a lot deeper into where you and your business are at right now, where it is that you want to go in the next three, five and 10 years time, and what are the potential roadblocks or challenges or even opportunities that are along the journey in order for you to get there uh, faster. If you're really feeling that it's time for you to, to experience the love and the joy of running a business again, if you're really wanting to experience a business that does 
actually operate without you while still producing profit, uh, we may very well be the right fit. So book in a 15 minute call, we can have a chat and uh, see where we go from there. My name is Barry Baduti and uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk soon.